You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am telling you, I'm a changed person after this morning. You do seem very it's different. Like, like your spirit is a little broken. Like your a, light's a little dimmer. It's a little bit dimmer. It's like I've I've realized like I've crossed a path. Like when something major happens in your life and you're like, okay, I'm never going to be the same after this. No, you have to like, understand like this is back. life now. Yeah. This, is, this is what it is. And you just have to get used to it and just keep on trucking, keep on living or just lay down. Some things just flip your perspective and, and forever. And curl up into a fetal uh-huh. position, which that's kind of almost what I did on Ew, the bus. don't tell me you laid on the f- in a fetal position on the bus. Not on the floor. But I did curl up into a seat. It was it was so disturbing. I'm going to tell you about it. I think it. that sounds disturbing if you're curling in a seat on the bus. It was all I could do. It's yeah. the, it was my only defense. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We've got a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to say just briefly, thank you. To everyone who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. We We're do, grateful. We do have uh, one of our fine listeners. I don't know if we, she wants me to say her name just because I'm not sure. She didn't, she didn't actually give me approval. Yeah, maybe let's not. But I won't say her name, but she did something very cool. So we have a... Uh, but she might have taken the train up for something. Yes. At some point. And, an uh, and at her work. I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing bad about this if you're if you do some buying for your work and you use amazon one of the best ways you can utilize both helping your business and ours and just being a wonderful person is by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the amazon link there before you make your purchases so it's just that one extra click then just bam you're like a beautiful person who's, who's making a big difference in the world and that's kind of how that works out that was very well put, Greg. Was that well put? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That was like a spot on. Like you could see that if that I, I could be doing the pitches, you know, on, on some national you just stop stage. About this now. I think that's how that'll work. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right. And, and we got a lot of other stuff to get to today, but I have to talk about what my morning has been like so far. And what most people's mornings have been like. This isn't just the burden that Greg Nibbler bears. Well, no, I'm not saying but that. But you seem I'm, like you got the brunt of it today because my experience wasn't that terrible. Really? Okay, yeah. well, so uh, if you don't know, in the city of Portland right now, it is uh, it's still covered in snow and ice. So ice, today, more ice than snow. Yeah, more ice than snow. It's it kind of melted slippery, yesterday, so yeah. then it just turned into a sheet of ice everywhere. And I'm terrible at driving in the snow. I, I fully know that I'm really bad at it. My truck sucks in it, so I don't even bother trying anymore. Well, we live in Portland, Oregon. You don't have to drive in the snow very often. What, like maybe three times if you need to every like yeah, five unless you're years. going up to the mountain. And then yeah. I always ride with other people up to the mountain, so I don't I don't ever do that. So yeah, I I really have very limited experience in the snow, and I know that my truck is bad. A couple of years ago, I got my tro my my tro my truck. I tried to pull off because I, I have street parking, mm. and I tried to pull up just to get out onto the street because I was so stir crazy. I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to drive somewhere and I spun out and got it stuck at like a 45 degree angle. Oh, I've seen a lot that's, of that today. That's as far as I made it. Oh, boy. like I was at the curb. I tried to pull out and then I got stuck and then I went back into the, into the curb. Yeah. So just my push truck yourself had to sit there. back in. Yeah. So, so um, my truck had to sit there. And just there. so you know, if you don't live in the Portland metro area, it is 20 degrees right now here. 20 degrees? It is, is that 20 what it is degrees outside? right now. Wow. Okay, yeah. Yes. That's that's pretty cold for us. It's uh, it's a little bit... It, it's pretty chilly. Now, I know for people from the Midwest or the Northeast... But again, we know, live in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's that's nothing to them. They're laughing at us. But here, mm. we're not used to it. Yeah. You know, that's just how it this is. This rarely happens. Yeah. So, because of that, I'm riding the bus a lot. 
And and I don't mind riding the bus. We've talked about it before. I'm I'm a big fan of public transportation. But there's something about snow days that just really changes the aspects of riding TriMet. TriMet's our our transportation service here. Mm -hmm. And it's because I think you get a bunch of people who, you you get the normal crowd, which the normal crowd is a mixed bag anyway that's riding the public transportation. It's true. Depending on the line, they're all different. It's always different types of crowds, Mm -hmm. depending on the different time of day, too. Yeah. Like, like sometimes you get, like, if you're on the bus in the morning, sometimes you get, like, the fancier morning commuters. Sometimes the party kids that have been up all night. Yeah, sometimes so. It's, like, a little mixture of that... yeah, it, it it very much depends on the bus line and the time. But it, in the but s- during snow days, it's snow law, like you were talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, snow law. Snow law is completely different, and it throws everything into chaos. Nothing on the is bus. normal. Nothing is normal because on the bus, normally, you know, you have the people who ride it in the morning, and I'm an occasional morning bus rider. Like I'm fine. I can fit into it. I'm I'm fine riding the bus. But on these kinds, of, these kinds of days are different because what's happening is you have the normal system, the normal ecosystem of a bus. You've got your and I'm sorry, the crazy people the crazy who are people. usually up towards the front, mm-hmm. and or in the or in the way back, or the very back. They're no one between. Usually not in the middle. Yeah, they'll not be in, in the, the very front, so you're hit with it Safety right off. Safety zone is usually in the middle. Yeah, that's generally speaking. Yeah, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Which mm-hmm. those are coveted seats if you get in the middle. Those of the bus. seats are bus gold, I tell you. Oh yeah, because there's only there's only one other person that can sit by you. Usually they don't, and so you can kind of. Write it out, or you're just stuck with like one other person. Yeah, especially like if you're if you are in one of those middle seats, because basically, if you haven't been on a TriMet bus before here in Portland, what happens is like the first rows, like the first four four or five seats, maybe four seats, all face each other, so they're all facing into the bus. Yeah. Then there are three or four rows of seats facing forward, which have two seats apiece, which those are the golden seats. Those that are we're the talking gold. About. Yeah, that's the good seats. Especially you want if you get the, the window the seat. Yeah, if you get the middle of the bus window seat, that means you only have to deal with one other person, especially if you have headphones and you can look out the window. You don't have to deal with anybody. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like which, the coveted. that's the golden ticket. Yeah, in yeah. the back, it's a little bit more anarchy because it's, in, which is where I got stuck today. Which there's there's like the big back row, but then there's kind of these two side seats, and everybody just squishes in. And uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'll talk it's about that here squishing. in a second. So, mm-hmm. but, but there's normally there's a system. There's a system to it when you get on a normal bus because, like I said, you got the you got the guys in the front that. Um, will, you know, start talking or yelling about things. Uh, the crazy people that are up in the front. And I'm, mm. I'm sorry, I'm sure, you know, mentally, uh, whatever you want to call it. Oh, it's like crazy, crazy people, people or like bus. old people with their groceries. <clears throat> or old people with their groceries, mm-hmm. that's true. Which you always, always, always give up your seat for an old person with their groceries. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, I know I don't have to tell any of you that because our listeners are the most amazing people no, in the world. No, but seen, I've seen people do that, that will try to make like some old lady stand. No, that's awful. I'm like, yeah, that's you're a horrible person. I saw so much like bus generosity today on my bus ride because I know that we had two opposite bus rides let me just tell you yeah. i saw two young men stand up uh for one for an older woman one for a woman with a child and neither of them like turned around to like make sure that they got their accolades for it they both just immediately saw them got up and then walked to the back of the bus so Good. that w- they could have a place to sit and somebody exactly else exactly what they should do and there was another seat i was standing you know desperately trying to hang on because it was like a new york subway today like there was no room i cannot believe that they fit as many people on that bus as they did mm-hmm. and uh somebody got up behind me and there was this gentleman standing next to me and the, he should have had the seat because it was right next to him. And he's just like, oh, please sit down. I'm like, oh, there John, you go. Okay. I'm like, this is the most polite, awesome bus ever. Yeah. Which this never happens. No. So it's not I my got bus. The, I got the happy bus. <laughs> it didn't smell bad. People were polite. 
Wow. The bus driver was in a good mood, which I mean, and none of it is ever on the bus drivers because they're working their asses off. So, I mean, I understand if they get grumpy from time to time, but this guy was just in a good mood and he's just like, hey, yeah. sorry, guys, it's a little crowded. We're not going to make it. And he's like, I won't bring any more people on the bus. I promise. It's too oh, crowded yeah. right now. Yeah. No, I'm not complaining about the bus drivers at all. I mean, they're they're fine. They're working. No, just added hard. to the experience of like um, how, how he wasn't even but you're dissuaded just, by were it. Were they like, like handing out cookies on the bus to you right? guys? Warm I mean, cookies. this sounds like a magical unicorn of a ride that you had this morning because that's not the kind of ride that I've. No, it's Every bus driver I've encountered uh, over the past few days, which I've taken the bus. Well, I'm not uh, talking about the driver. No, I know. And I'm saying like, yeah, but I mean, the bus drivers have always been awesome. The passengers have varied. Yeah. I'm just talking about passengers. Yeah. Not not the drivers. No. So let's just, I just wanted to specify the passengers are what we're talking about. Yeah. No, the drivers, I just, I just feel bad Those for them. poor drivers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. God bless them doing the Lord's work for all of us. Yes. Uh, no, because they, so, so this morning when I got on, what I had, like what I was talking about with the normal ecosystem of the bus. Like I know how it works. I know where I fit in. You know, I'm kind of the outsider, but I'm insider enough that I'm okay. You're kind of front to middle. Uh, yeah, as far as where I sit, you're yes. kind of somewhere between the golden seats and the crazies. I don't usually get the golden seats. I'm usually nobody near, usually does near one of the the weirdos. You know, um, but I I can kind of fit in mm-hmm. because I do ride it enough. I'm not a consistent, but I ride it enough that I can. I know. I understand there's an ecosystem and I know where I should And you know how to pick it. up the signs. Like, you know, if someone's going to try to talk to you, you know, who to, who to not make eye contact with. That's oh, the most important absolutely. part of riding the bus. Yep. But today, since it's snowing out and there's a lot of people that can't drive, what's going on is that you have a lot of new people, <gasps> like fresh bus riders who have never ridden it or very, very rarely, and they don't understand how it works. And you know what else is on the bus too, Greg? Richie's. Yeah, Richies are on there. The Richie, like rich people who like <laughs> rich people with their driving cars, no, who like can't get their you know whatever their Escalade out because like they have a giant car but don't know how to drive in the snow, and then they have to like get downtown for some like multi billion dollar meeting, and all they can do is take the bus. <laughs> I have to get downtown no, for my multi billion so dollar awesome meeting. It's awesome to see please. how uncomfortable some of the like yeah. super wealthy like you can. Sometimes you can tell, and you can tell like they're when there's a super wealthy person on the bus and they're not used to it, and they're the really plebeians. awkward. Like they're trying to figure out how they can pay for the bus with a credit card, and then they don't want to touch <laughs> oh, anything. Yeah, those are the worst when they get on there, like, yeah, they don't yeah. want to touch anything. Like they're grabbing their purse as if like you make eye contact with them, you're just gonna like it's gonna be like you know no no man's land like bus turf war, uh-huh. and there's like. It's amazing. They yeah. look so uncomfortable. So if you want entertainment, I'd say watch a Richie on the bus. They just assume everybody's trying to stab them, which, you know, in all fairness, may be the case. But uh, when, and that's what was going on today. So you did have some of the Richies, and then you had just the people who'd never ride the bus at all and just don't understand really how it works. And it's not like it's a complicated thing, but like I said, there is a bus ecosystem to it. And, uh, Ed, Edward in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. You get to join us and join in on this. Uh, he said, ecosystem makes it sound like you were talking about germs. That too. That's part of it. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a I lot don't of take off my gloves on the bus because I don't want to touch anything with my human hands. No, no, no. I touch no. things with my gloved hands. Yeah, that's a, oh, that's a good move. I forgot mm-hmm. my gloves today, so I'm probably uh, carrying around all kinds of things. Um, but with these new people on, it, it doubled the capacity of the bus. So like you said, it's completely packed. And what you had was this conflicting group. And I watched them as they slowly, like, try to understand what's going on because they've got this this look of fear in their eyes when they get on. It's, and, and this is, a, like, a really packed bus. And they look around 
and they just stare and stare and look for like any kind of a help, any kind of help. It's like they're looking for a lifeline mm-hmm. as they're looking back the bus, looking for a seat, looking for some kind of a friendly face, some, somebody they know. Because you know what? Because they, ha- because they haven't been on the bus before. And you know what they think? They're poorly mistaken into thinking they deserve a seat. No. No. You don't deserve a seat. And nobody's unless you Unless you are elderly or incapacitated in some sort. Right, sure. You don't I'm deserve I'm not talking a, about them. Yeah. I know you're not. I'm just saying, like, you don't deserve a seat. Like, I love it when people get on and, like, they just kind of look at you, like, because, like, I have money. You should get out of that seat and let me sit there. And I was, like, <laughs> uh-uh. looking and be like, nope. You're in my territory nope, now. you're in mine. <laughs> bus rules, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> give me a seat in your limo. I'll give you a seat in the bus. Uh, <laughs> so... Bus rules, bitch. Is that what you yell at somebody when yep. they come on there? Bus rules, bitch. Bus law. Bus law. Bus law. S- snow law. Uh, so, so yeah. But watching this, what happened to me though was yeah. So what what happened to you? So it was an inordinary, inordinately long bus ride for me to get down to where I was going today. It just took forever because there were so many people and it was packed in. And Can I ask what bus line you took? Uh, this was the f- sure. It was the four. Okay. I've got a few different ones I can take. But this one actually got me to where I wanted to go closer. So I walked a little bit out of out of my way to get to that one. Gotcha. So it's that's the division bus. And I took the 14 today. which was Okay, yeah. That's the one I normally take. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, this one I took the four. And, um, you know, getting down there was, it, it just got progressively more and more packed. And I found my spot. I did get a seat you in the did. back. You did. I got a seat in the back. In and the golden area or in no, the far back? No, no. I don't get I'm in not the a golden U-shape area guy. I never get one of the golden yeah. area ones. I mean, it's so rare that I get a golden area seat. Mm. No, I was in the back in like, yeah, the U shape because it was the only spot I could get. But I at first, I thought I was going to have an open seat next to me. And I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. I'm back here. I also think I creeped a girl out. Um, she was, or she was acting like I was creeping her out because she so, was. I don't think you can control whether or not you were creeping her out. So chances are you were probably creeping. Well, her no, out. she was standing at the bus stop with me, and I sounded like I was talking to her. And then she got on before me, and she was walking to the back of the bus too. And so I just, I was walking there as well. It's not like I was right on her. I was like three people behind her, three person spaces behind her, and uh, and she sat down. She like looked at me. And like glared at me. That's the rule. You get I'm on like, the bus, you go back. Yeah, I'm like, what am, what am I supposed to do? It's just a bus. I'm not like stalking you. We're riding the same bus here. I, I don't really care. Anyway, that was my little well, yeah, protest about that her. that out. Yeah, that was okay. an issue. Anyway, uh, got my spot. And what I do is I don't try to be the jerk that like, like makes sure nobody sits next to me. Because I understand it's a bus. I don't do that. Ordinarily, that would might be something I would do where I put my bag on the seat and then just try to like claim it. If if maybe if I knew somebody else that was coming on, I would. But what I do is I I do since I'm I am always nervous somebody's going to try to steal something from me. I uh, do kind of a huddle fetal thing. So I I put my headphones in and I grab my bag and I like hug it. And yeah, I hug my, that's I hug okay. My bag. But you okay, don't that's like okay. But you don't like put your feet up and then like sit there in a ball. I don't put right? my feet up, but I like put my head down. It's like I'm going, you know. Um, how they show in movies when, when like the World War II pilots are coming in on like a bomber and they're all like strapped into their side seats with their heads down, braced for impact. I'm braced for impact. Like I'm always braced for impact. Okay. I mean, that's kind yeah. of odd, but it doesn't seem like that weird. Okay. Well, considering other weird stuff that happens on the bus. Well, that's, that's what I do. But what happened today is there was another guy that came on and decided that his space was more important. And so I, what happened is I thought I had this nice little area. My little bubble. And then I got a guy on. Was it just one seat or two? It was two seats. Oh, and I knew there was going to be somebody else, but I didn't expect this guy. I got one of the wide stance dudes. 
the wide stance dudes that sit down and spread out. You know what it's called, Greg. Oh, no. I do know now that you said that. But they I hate man that. spread, I hate Greg. that word so much. Man spreading. Yeah, I got one of those guys, and he just sits there, and he just opens up. It's like he got twice as wide as soon as he sat down and sh- like started shoving me into my into the other seat, and his legs are touching mine. And I hate that. I hate it when somebody is like, like I get there's an accidental leg touching, but this was like, boom, I'm putting my legs out. Yeah, they're like pressing up against my legs. And I'm like, I know he feels this too. This is really weird. (laughs) In a different context, that sounds weird. I know he feels this too. (laughs) So, so that means I had to scrunch up my legs even more. And I had to, I had to ride the bus like for, I don't know, that was probably 25 minutes in that way before this guy got off, stuck in my spot, but there was no place for me to go. And there's no lifeline. There's no help. I just had to curl there in my fetal position with my bag, with my arms wrapped around my bag and my knees getting closer and closer Gently rocking back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this Mm -hmm. guy did that. But the worst part was on the way back um, when I came here to the studio. And that's when you get the downtown crowd mixed in with all of the new people. Oh, yeah. Downtown has some particularly loud people that will get on the bus and talk a lot. Because you have you have a different population down here. No, what I'm not kind of loud is it? Like obnoxious? Oh, not Richie, but crazy. Yeah, the crazies. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. And today we had one of the uh, one of the people. I like to call them directors because they like to tell everybody what to do on the bus because they ride the bus so much mm-hmm. that they can tell everybody. And we had one of those guys, and he unfortunately was right next to me. And every person that got on the bus, he was telling them where to go. It's like, all right, you go back to. And this is not somebody that works for Trimet. This is just a guy. Oh, seriously? Oh yeah, this is just a guy. Who is telling people what to do? He's like, "Yeah, you need to go back. You need to you keep on going. Keep on going back. Keep on going back." And he's just barking orders at all these people. And then, so, so the guy gets on. He's like, "All right, have a seat over there. Have a seat there. Have a seat there. All right, keep on going. Keep on going. Okay, we got more people coming on, folks. That's amazing. More people coming on. It he sounds is. so helpful. He was, I mean, in a way, but I don't know if it carried out quite the way, quite the way you would think it is. I mean. One, he's, he's, um, uh, how do I put this, uh, politely? The smell was overwhelming. His I'm just going to say, yes, it was overwhelming. Oh. It was overpowering. Okay. And, uh, as he's, as he's barking orders, and he wasn't really doing his it in a polite way. His stinkiness doesn't take away from his way to command attention. It was, he was commanding attention, but it's not like a, a polite matter. It was a get to the, okay, you get to the back, get to the back now. You got to get to the back. You got to get to the back. And. People generally don't respond well to it, to that kind of that kind of barking so when you get a from director. A smelly crazy man. Yeah, from a smelly crazy man. <laughs> he has his little conductor's hat. You yeah, see? yeah, and you know, just telling everybody, oh yeah, and then he was letting people know, stops coming up, stops coming up, right up here, and uh, and barking orders. Oh, in the chat, uh, someone who goes by just me says he needs to wear an engineer hat. That would complete it. Totally, that would complete it. Yeah, yeah. just a hat like, oh, come step aboard, come over this way. All right, everybody. I think in his mind, that's what he what he thinks it is. What he like. But he was doing that, and the confrontation that was happening between the other people who are pissed off, and I could see him like roiling up that they're they're getting mad, but they weren't going to do anything about it. But they're just sat there and like glaring at him, and then you have all these other this other mix of people that are coming on and then you get the other crazy guy who's <gasps> the battle of the crazy the battle of the crazy Those guys are always good because then they are just, they don't bother you they just are going at each other and then it's just entertainment that's exactly what that's happened. what i love i love because so, i don't like one crazy on the bus 
two crazies that interact yeah. with each other are the best. Yeah, and this guy's barking orders to everybody, but most of those people, they're getting mad, but they're not going to do anything about it. But then you have the other guy, and he rides the bus just as much as this dude does. And this guy wasn't having it. He was not going to have him bark, barking orders at him. So he, they were sitting that kind of kitty quarter. And this other guy, he was he was seasoned. He was uh, a long gray beard, gray hair, some some bag of something that he had. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Just a giant like plastic bag. Uh, I have no idea what was in it. Even I don't even know if it was cans. And baby or cans, Greg? <laughs> could have been a bag full of babies. I don't know. <laughs> Um, you know, he wasn't bothering me, so I'm not going to bother him. But he was one of those guys, the specific ones you were talking about, where you don't make eye contact. Oh with no, them. no, no, no! That was that was that guy. Mm-hmm. Even not, if they're talking to you and you can hear them talking to you, never just make keep eye your contact. headphones in. Like sometimes my headphones won't even be working, and I'll just sit there and I'll be like, "Hey, I'll hear, hey, miss, hey, missus, hey, yeah. miss," <laughs> and I'll just keep looking down. Yep, pretending like I just can't hear because they're not going to touch you. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely they're not. I can't say not. a thousand percent they're not going to touch right. you. Right. But for the most part, they're probably not mm. going to. They'll just get com- increasingly So what happened then? You ended up making it here in one piece? I, I, I did. I made it here in one piece, but watching those two go back and forth mm-hmm. because the gray-haired guy started telling the other guy to stop telling him what to do. And then you know that didn't work well for the uh, conductor or the director that, that it would be. And so he started trying to ignore him and started directing more. Just like I was almost out of spite. Oh, like being more aggressive. Being more aggressive with mm-hmm. his directing. And that really ticked off Gray Hair Guy. So Gray Hair Guy was just like barking things at him. And other guy was trying to ignore. And it was this whole thing. Oh, and I wow. was like in the middle of it watching this entire show. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But I did make it here. I made it here okay. That's yes, good. I did make it. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you seem like you've got like a dinner and a show. Yes. <laughs> well, no dinner. Well, Never eat on the bus. Okay, let me That's ask you this about the bus. So since snow days are so rare in Portland, I need to ask you something. Okay. Have you been having like awkward encounters with people that you haven't seen in a long time that you see on the bus because everybody's forced to take the bus? Mm, I because try to keep my head down. I keep seeing people that I haven't seen in a long time, and it is the most awkward thing because you're all trapped in a scenario that you're not usually in, because everybody has to take the pub, you know public transportation if they can't drive in the snow. Right. So I have been repeatedly trapped on buses with people that I haven't spoken to in a long time, or maybe like I don't quite remember their name, or like it's just kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. And it's that thing where you both see each other, but you don't like see each other, see each other, but you know that that person knows that you're on there. Wait, and, so you're aware that the other person is there. And they're aware that you're on there, but for some reason, like, you know you're on there, but you're not saying anything to someone that you know is on there, even though you know that they know you're there and, uh, and you know, and I know that they're there. Actually, I do know exactly what you're talking that about. That happens. It Because, ha- like, you don't want to, like, yell across us and be like, hey, so-and-so, uh-huh. haven't seen you in a while, and it's easier to just ignore them. So, but then so, you're but both clearly you're both... ignoring each other, and you know that there's no way you haven't seen each other. But you both sit there and just ignore each other. Exactly. Like, are you right next to each other? Yeah, like close to each other. And then there's points, you know, where you can tell someone like has clearly seen you, yeah, and has chosen not to say anything to you because they've probably seen you well before you saw them because they're like sitting in like one of the golden seats and they're facing towards you. And you kind of do a casual look around, and you're like directly in their eye line, and there's no way. What do you do? That they, do you just keep on looking. That they couldn't have seen you. Like, come on. Do you just keep like swiveling your head as though you didn't see them? Yeah, that's what I do, and then oh, it's like really no. awkward. But you both have eye contact. No, then- no eye contact. Okay. But you know that they've seen you. and But you don't know what to say because it's like a person, like, like an acquaintance. Okay, so this 
and I kid you not, this happened to me yesterday. I totally forgot about it. Really? Yeah. It happened to me um, three times yesterday. Three times. <sighs> three. So did you times. actually have a conversation with any of the people? I had a conversation uh, with one friend who I hadn't seen in a while, but the bus was so packed. It was like, hi, hi. And it was kind of awkward because we couldn't talk. Sure. Because there were a lot of people. So that was, I mean, so in every instance, it's awkward because you're just, you know, there's a conversation that you weren't prepared to have that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. immediately you know and it's like and I already get kind of bus anxiety because there's so many people and smells yeah. and noises uh-huh. so uh, saw one person was a friend uh, saw another which who was a random acquaintance who I haven't seen in in quite some time uh, saw another guy who's a sound guy for Landmark nice to see him okay and then saw our buddy Carl wait Carl 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 like, from the Carl show starring Jason let me tell you this I think Carl did the saw me but pretended not to see me. <gasps> Did I Carl think, mute you? I think I got muted. Oh, yeah, no. Because I got on the bus, and uh, I was on the bus, and I'm sitting there, you know, and I go in, into my seat, and I'm, like, going, excuse me, like, pushing through people, then finally get to a seat in the golden area. and then You, you know, got down, muted. No, and then I'm down, I'm looking around, and I'm, like, sitting directly here, and then I see two people down, and Carl's sitting right there. There is no possible way that Carl could have not seen me. And so then it was the the weird thing where I'm seeing it where then I'm, I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, there's Carl. He's clearly seen me, but now he's not at all looking this way. But oh, he's looking everywhere. Oh, that's awkward. But he's looking everywhere but at me. So I'm trying to so make like. So you're looking at him like yeah, you're so I looked the creep at him, now. And then I was like, all right, maybe I should say hi. I haven't seen Carl in a long time. And uh, then he's, like, looking everywhere but at me. But I'm like, there's no way he didn't see me because it wasn't that crowded. Like, I walked directly in front of him. Uh, so then I'm I'm sitting facing forward. He's sitting at the front of the bus facing you – no, know, he's facing inward. And I'm facing forward. So I can see the side of his face. We're two seats away from each other. And he's not looking over. And he has headphones in. And he's just kind of, like, looking really engrossed in whatever he's doing. I'm like, fuck, he's totally – this is so awkward. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so finally he was going to – he had his yoga mat with him. He was going to a yoga studio. Just calling Carl out. Yeah, and so I didn't know what to do because he had seen me and I had seen him. And then, like, I looked up at one point and I saw him kind of doing the finishing, looking around the bus. So if he hadn't seen me before, he clearly had seen me. Oh, so now boy. it's super awkward. Oh, that's really awkward. There's what did no you do? Did you, you double you... down or did you just. I doubled like... down, man. Oh, I doubled down. So as soon as I saw him pull the thing and he was getting off at, like, the little yoga studio thing, and I was like, hey, Carl. Oh, you called him out I through did. the bus. I did, well, he was only two people in front of me, and it was getting so awkward because I would be like, <laughs> I didn't want to write him later and be like, hey, Carl, saw you on the bus, but didn't want to say hi. I'm pretty sure you saw me, too. This is super awkward. Hope you had a really good time at yoga. Bye. <laughs> and uh, so, I, so I was like, Carl, Carl. And he like kind of looked at me, and he's like, he's like oh. oh, you forced him. You forced him to but acknowledge you. But I've never you. done anything to Carl. I didn't know why he would be ignoring me. I don't know. Maybe he's just one of those. Uh, maybe he's awkward on the bus, too. I, I don't know. No. And he just like looked at me. He's like, okay. I mean, have you done anything? And then anything he fucking ran off the bus clutching his yoga mat like he couldn't get out fast enough. I'm like. Oh, boy. You scared and him. And then everyone was kind of looking him. at me. And I felt really embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'd talk over the guy sitting next to him and be like, hey, well, Carl, then it's Carl. then it's also clear that he didn't really want to talk to you. So then they're looking at you. They're like, oh, what'd she do? Mm-hmm. And then I girl. felt really awkward and I got off a stop early because I wanted everyone to stop looking at me. Oh, that's And then I just, just walked in the snow. That's hard. Well, and what happened to me yesterday, and I don't know, I don't know if this was someone I know or not. So I was on the bus riding, riding the bus towards my house. And this is a mutual friend of ours, or a mutual acquaintance. That I think this person was. And it's described to pretty much everybody in Portland. It's somebody with a giant beard and glasses. So it's... So it's... Is that who you thought it was? Yes. I just yeah, mouthed the word. I just mouthed it. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, but 
That's a pretty common look in Portland. Let's be honest. It's a stereotype for a reason. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, got everybody's giant wearing a giant winter coat and a hat and sunglasses and a beard. Like, you can't tell. Yeah. And so I was already on the bus standing, and this person got on, and I thought it was my friend. And so I'm staring at this person while he comes on, and it was kind of the same thing. I got, like, the glance, and then I just kept staring, and then I was going through my mind. I'm like, oh, crap. Do I have the wrong, per- do I have the wrong person? Do I have the wrong person? Uh, Wait, did you say hi to him? him? Or? No, we were far enough away that I wasn't going to yell across the bus, but it was very clear. That you could see each other. Yes. Yeah. And so I just kept staring and I was smiling because I'm like, okay, this has got to be him. That's why it's so awkward and, because you have to have the awkward smile and then you're like, is that the person? Is that not the person? I, Did well, they see me? Am I creepy? And then I started second guessing myself, but it was too late. I was already in it. I was already looking at him and mm-hmm. smiling. So I'm like, if this is the wrong person, I'm really looking creepy here. But if it is the right person, then it's going to look weird if I look down and away. So I doubled down and I kept on smiling and oh, I gave wow. a nod and he looks back and he saw me and just kind of gave a like an awkward nod towards me and then... Proceeded. There was plenty of room where he could have walked back and stood next to me, but he didn't. He stayed at the front of the bus and just turned back around. And I swear, right now, to this day, I don't know if that was my friend or not. I don't know if that was him because he didn't come back and say anything to me. He turned around on me, but I swear it was. He wouldn't have turned around on you. I don't know. I mean, people no. are different when they're on the bus. That's true. I'm you very know? different when I'm on the bus. I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, so I... But I will if I see somebody that I haven't seen in a while. So either I'm going to see him at some point, because I'll, I'll, I'll see him at some point, and it'll be like, hey, and it'll be awkward because he he muted me, mm-hmm. or or it wasn't him at all, and I just totally weirded out some random guy on the bus. You know what else I've done before, too? I was just like... the smiling, nodding guy when this guy got on the bus, like, hi, hi. Oh, <laughs> will you be my friend? And so he's talking about some creep that was smiling and nodding at him on the bus. What's, oh, yeah. Uh, Kristen's bringing up, yes, it's like when you saw Rev at the store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I saw <laughs> our, our friend's, friend's kid. kid. Yeah, what's Rev, like nine or something or yeah. ten? Yeah, when I just walk around the corner and we both see each other like, huh, this is out of place. Yeah, what are you what, doing here? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, yeah. that's that, that's that's what so it I'm is. I'm sure it wasn't Carl. It was me, but I know that he saw me. Oh, boy, just calling Carl out. Well, we'll have to see. I know. We'll have to see what happens. Okay, we'll see. Well, we don't have to see what happens. What are you talking about? It's Carl. He's our friend. No, it's just like that just, that was just the most awkward thing. I, yeah. I felt a little creepy. Yeah. Bus stories. All right. Um, oh, I do want to say something, though, really quick, just about one of our fine sponsors. Because yesterday do. we had uh, Mr. Rick Emerson on on the show. We did. And so you can listen to that episode from yesterday. And we took a picture in our wonderful green room, the Fun Employment Radio green room. Of course, sponsored by our friends Worthy Brewing. Yes, we made sure that Rick left our delicious green room with some Worthy beer to take home. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Worthy Brewing is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. You can look up everything about them at worthybrewing.com. They've got some great beers out, including the Winter Venom beer, which is 75% the Lights Out Stout that they have, which is great on its own, and then 25% of Reverend Nett's Hard Cider. It's this perfect blend. Um, it's it's so good. So try out the Worthy Brewing Winter Venom and just try all of If anyone beers. knows what I'm talking about, it's like a very classy white trash girlfriend. Well, nobody knows what that means. I, that's though. what I said. If you know what it means. A lot of people know what it means. Yeah, but saying white trash girlfriend, now you're denigrating what... You have to explain what a white I trash girlfriend is. I said it's girlfriend. a classy one. Nobody no, knows. Lot, that's your own drink, though. You just like made that up. It's like a snake bite. It's, it's like a snake bite. Like a delicious, Sarah, delicious snake bite. Sarah calls cider and beer white trash girlfriends for some reason. This is just what she calls them. Uh... 
This one is not a white trash girlfriend. This is a winter venom worthy brewing. Yes. <laughs> also, I want to state for the record, someone saying on the chat, I was not hitting on Carl. Oh, I really don't no. think that was. Yeah. That's not. No. I love Carl. In a friend way. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Carl's going to listen to this episode and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, he knows. I'm sure sh- if he sees me on the he knows I'm going to say something. But Winter Venom oh, yeah. by Worthy Brewing is delicious. I know because we drank a lot of it and it is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Greg, do you want some World of Crazy? I yes. Do you want to give me some more coffee first? Why? I feel like Why? I knew Ew. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. I just felt like saying that. I think we've been we've got to catch up on some birthdays after this too. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna get we caught up on some things. All right, thanks, Greg. Greg's getting me some coffee right now. You already have coffee. Yeah, but it's cold. We need to get like those little coffee warmer things that we can have in the studio, which I don't think we're responsible enough to have because you probably leave them on and then like oh, burn it to no. the ground. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. It was very nice of you. Oh, and then you're just giving some coffee to yourself. All right. Okay. Well, hello, my friends. That concludes Bus Talk. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a man was kicked off of a train by police for not having a ticket. Let's see. This happened somewhere uh, at the Dusseldorf station. Dusseldorf. Is that in Germany? Germany. All right. Wait, so was that your German accent? In Germany. I don't know. See Germans. A German man was kicked off the train by police for not having a ticket after being caught in a compromising position. Oh, what was he doing? Well, a train conductor on a high-speed ICE train began to feel suspicious about a 22-year-old man who was spending a particularly long time in the bathroom. Oh boy. This is what a federal police spoke. I don't think you would be able to guess what he was doing. Uh, I think I, I can. I wish that I had prepared like four, like four circumstances as to what he was doing, but it's too ridiculous. All right. Okay. So uh, a federal policewoman said that uh, yes. Yeah, so a train conductor was very concerned about a man spending a particularly long time in the lavatory. Well, uh, the train lavatory. conductor decided to open the door, only to find the bewildered man standing inside of the bathroom naked. <laughs> well, not only was the 22-year-old naked. He was also shaving off his pubic hair with a kitchen knife. (laughs) On a moving train? On a moving train. I mean, there's a lot of weird things about that, but also trains make stops and starts pretty quickly. If you got a kitchen knife down there, that's that's a risky venture. The conductor alerted the federal police who were responsible for overseeing train stations. See, I don't think you would have ever guessed that. No, I wouldn't have. You would have never guessed Uh -uh. that. (laughs) Well, the officers arrived to to find the man, yes, still stark naked and continuing to shave his pubic hair. Uh, A police spokeswoman said... (laughs) Oh, he just kept on going when the door was open. So he didn't have it locked? Cutting away. No, they had to go in after he had been in the bathroom locked for some time. That's when the conductor went into the bathroom. Okay, yeah, unlocked it. Uh, the police spokeswoman says uh, he was quite indignant and felt like I disturbed him and reluctantly set down the knife and put back on his clothes. Well, in all fairness, you know. I mean, yeah, well, shaving one's intimate regions on the train is not illegal. The man was found to have, so he didn't get in trouble for shaving off his pubic hair, but he did get in trouble for not purchasing a ticket. 
before the train. Oh, he's a hop-on. So he was a hop-on. Nobody likes a hop-on. And he was told to get off at the Dusseldorf station. Uh, when asked why he didn't do his personal grooming at his home, he said that his wife didn't want him to be trimming his pubic hair in the bathroom, and he of felt course. unwelcome there. So that bad bathroom was not right, So he did available. it on the bus because his wife didn't want him? No, on the train, Greg. Or I mean on the train? Yes, because his wife did not want him doing that. Well, who is... Okay. There's a lot of questions I could go in deep right there, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Um, the bottom line for me is, why with a kitchen knife? I don't know. It says specifically a kitchen knife. And a moving object does not seem like the ideal place to be doing that. And shaving with the knife sounds particularly oh, daunting. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't it say cutting? Well, yeah, but like he's shaving. shaving. Yeah, but shaving sounds very close. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. With a kitchen knife. With a kitchen knife. There's a lot that could go wrong there. Next up, story out of Florida. Florida. A 61-year-old Florida Florida. woman has been arrested for battery after she decided to punch her spouse in the face before twice kneeing him in the groin because he refused to have sexual relations with her. Oh, boy. Oh, no. So this happened the night of January 8th when a tipsy lady named Carrie Lee Pinero... Carrie Lee Pinero? Yep. Clobbered her husband inside of the couple's condominium uh, condominium in Seminole, Florida. Pinero, cops charge, became upset with her 60-year-old partner uh, after he would not have sex with her. After punching her husband in the eye, Pinero kneed him in the groin when he sought to keep her from driving away from their home. Pinero was accused of kneeing her spouse in the groin a second time. Oh, man. And then also kneeing him in the thigh. How does she think that's going to work, though, if she keeps kneeing him, kneeing him in the growing? I mean, it's not going to really... It's not going to really I'm just saying the... Physically, that's not going to help <laughs> out too much. Yeah. Well, it didn't help out. Uh, so when questioned by a cop, Panero said that she had, quote, zero story about what happened, uh, adding that she wanted to go to jail. Oh. Uh, en route to county lockup, she also denied striking her cu- her husband. Well, they didn't buy it. She was charged with domestic battery, a misdemeanor, and Panero spent the night in jail before a judge released her on her own recognizance. Now, she has been ordered to wear a continuous alcohol monitor during the duration of her uh, criminal case. There we go. <laughs> and there it is. Greg, do you like grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. They're all right. I find them to be delicious. They're one of nature's perfect foods. With grilled cheese? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I like grilled cheese. I mean, they're, they're okay. I usually I, like some some meat in, in them. Oh, I just like, I like, like turkey. cheese. Now, grilled turkey. Now, that's good. Well, I have a story out of turkey Baltimore. Melt. About an argument about grilled cheese. Okay. Oh God, no hot tuna. No. Oh tuna melts. No, delicious. that's enough. That's enough. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who sent the story to me. By the way, it has grilled cheese and crazy in it, and I love you all. An argument over a grilled cheese sandwich ended with a Baltimore man facing attempted murder charges. So this man's Ooh. name is Daniel Brian Blackwell. He's 55 years old. Became angry when his wife took a bite of his grilled cheese sandwich Uh-oh. and decided to take action by shooting at her through the basement floor. <laughs> he shot now everyone's okay. Wait, he shot up through the floor? He, he shot through the basement floor because he was pissed that she took a bite of his grilled cheese sandwich. Now his wife fled the building and police began a three-hour <laughs> armed standoff oh over God. a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, uh, so Blackwell is not legally permitted to own guns because of prior convictions for assault. 
but you know. It's, Seems like a very stable gentleman. I don't understand. Sure does, but, what a uh, violation of his rights. But even though he's not legally permitted to own guns, 15 guns, four, uh, four of which were fully loaded, were recovered <laughs> from the house. Uh, he later left his house unarmed and was subdued by non-lethal means. Uh, Blackwell's wife told police that after the argument over the grilled cheese sandwich, she heard a gunshot while she was in the kitchen. Blackwell came upstairs briefly, she said, be- uh, before returning to the basement. She heard three more gunshots, and the bullets came through the kitchen floor near Jesus. where she stood. Now, Blackwell has been charged with attempted first and second degree murder, first and second degree assault, reckless endangerment, and a number of firearms violations. Pick <laughs> <laughs> your battles, All, man. Yeah. All over a grilled cheese. Okay, I'm taking a look at this gentleman right now, which I'm sorry if you're listening via podcast, you can't quite see it, but uh, he is uh, quite the specimen. Shooting though over a grilled cheese. And not even like eating the whole thing, just a bite. Yeah, just a bite of it. I mean, I'd be mad. I don't like it when people take bites out of my food. No, you're not good at sharing. No, I'm good with sharing. No, you're not. I'm not good with giving away something that is mine. That's called sharing. No, it's different. It's different. No, like you if it's just a planned, actually said the definition. If of it's a sharing. planned sharing event, fine. But if like, if you go out to a restaurant and like, I order food or I make myself a grilled cheese because that's what I want. And there's plenty of stuff for you to make a grilled cheese. Or like, I'm like, hey, I'll make you a grilled cheese if you'd like you one would not too. Offer to make someone a grilled cheese. Sure, I would. If I was in the middle of making them, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But if I make myself a grilled cheese, well, that's my grilled cheese. And if someone takes a bite out of it, yeah, I'd, I'd be annoyed. I know I'm not going to shoot through the floor. You know, I'm, I mean. Uh, I don't well, own any Well, you don't know firearms. until you're in that position. Well, I, I don't own any firearms for a you reason. You own a crossbow. Like, I do own a crossbow. That's true. I do have a crossbow. I would be I would be annoyed. Especially if it was like a nice turkey melt that I spent a bunch of time making. Yeah. Yeah, Greg's not a sharer. No, I share. I'm fine with sharing. I like planned sharing. Planned share. Well, if it's my meal... If it's my food, if it's like my dinner that I've made for myself, that's a little different. All right. Now prepare yourself for my favorite story of the day. Um, okay. <laughs> I haven't talked this much in a few days, so my throat's a little dry here. All right, ready, Greg? Okay. I like it when these stories are also written as if they're kind of a story. Okay. Brian and Jennifer Butler will never forget their wedding day. Though they'd probably like to. That's because Amanda Willis, who was Jennifer's maid of honor, took away the focus from the bride and groom after getting arrested for numerous charges at the wedding, (laughs) including larceny, battery, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and violation of probation. Is that their wedding? Let's get this fairy tale started, (laughs) shall we? Now the Butlers, again, Brian and Jennifer Butler of... Charlotte County. Where do you think Charlotte County is, Greg? Florida. In Florida. Says that Amanda Willis, again, who was Jennifer Butler's maid of honor at the wedding, Jennifer Willis behaved herself during their wedding. There was no cause for concern there. But flash forward to during the cake ceremony and the first dance that she turned from the maid of honor to the maid of dishonor. Oh, I thought there was going to be something bigger than that. No, sorry. I'm just trying well, the bride told reporters that she saw Miss Willis drink an entire bottle of Fireball all to herself. <laughs> or she was just sitting there chugging Fireball. She was chugging it. Fireball, drank an entire bottle all to herself. This is bride's or excuse me, maid of honor. 
Amanda Willis, Jennifer's maid of honor. Uh, yeah, so she said uh, she saw Willis drink an entire bottle of Fireball by herself. Jennifer Butler continued, uh, she was drunk within 20 minutes. It was then that the bridesmaid, Zella, allegedly said, uh, decided to steal the groom's car keys from his pocket and attempt to drive away in their <laughs> in their car. <coughs> That was, you know, decorated with the just married and the cans and everything. <laughs> um, she then almost ran over the groom while attempting to drive away in their car, according to the arrest affidavit. She drove toward the parking lot where the groom was hanging out the passenger side door. He was able to finally stop the car by grabbing the emergency brake. Oh, my God. Other guests were, were able to wrestle Amanda Willis out of the car and get her back into the reception. That's when she went back inside, the bride continued. Grabbed a big bottle of Captain Morgan and just guzzled it. <laughs> well, best this is the maid of honor. <laughs> this is the maid of. This isn't a bridesmaid. This isn't oh, like your man. your cousin's second yeah. sister, whatever. This is the maid of honor. <laughs> this is the maid of honor. Uh, so the best man, Robert Templeton, tried to take matters into his own hands. You know, since he is the equivalent of, of her role, right. tried to calm down Miss Amanda Willis, but she decided to rebut by hitting him in the head. <laughs> Deputies were then called to the scene <laughs> and took Amanda Willis into custody on the way to Charlotte County Jail. Willis allegedly repeatedly banged her head against the divider in the squad car. Oh, my God. When wow. the squad car arrived at the jail, police say that Amanda Willis claimed to have had an asthma attack and lay down the back of the car, shaking as if she were having a seizure, <laughs> but she was not. She was then taken to a local hospital where she allegedly exposed herself to the deputies and assaulted two EMTs and also kicked over a bedpan. Oh, that's just punishing yourself. Amanda Willis was taken to county uh, Charlotte County Jail after being charged with grand theft auto, <laughs> two counts of battery on an officer, battery of a person 65 or older, intentional oh, battery, petite larceny in the first degree, and violation of her parole. For some reason, her best friend forever, Jennifer Butler, didn't show up to pay her bail because she's still behind bars. And her bill is set at $25,000. Oh, my God. At oh. their wedding. And also, uh, Jennifer Butler has spoken out about the incident and said she no longer considers Willis to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sucks. <laughs> but in, like, two years, that's going to be their favorite story to tell about their wedding. I mean, look, there's a lot of weddings. They go off smooth or small little hitches. That's a story. That's a lifetime story that for everybody story at that forever. wedding. That is a story forever. So let me. Anytime you're exchanging wedding stories, no. Let me tell you about oh. this. <laughs> you got to hear Jennifer Butler's story. <laughs> fireball, Amanda, huh? Yeah, a bottle of Fireball and then guzzled a, but a ton of Captain Morgan. This is my favorite wedding story since the guy like mooning people on the boat. Oh, that's still one of the best. That ones. was like five, I know that was like four or five years ago, but oh, man, God, that is still that, one of my favorite stories of all time. It was a wedding where there was a guy on the river and this <laughs> guy's in a boat just kept driving by and mooning them. <laughs> oh, that'll get me going anytime I, I think know, about Greg that. I know Greg will always laugh about that. <laughs> so there you go, Amanda Willis. <laughs> That's her tale. Oh, there you are, my friends. That is your world. Oh, I saw that, and I'm like, no, it can't be. She chucked a <laughs> bottle of Fireball. Oh, it just keeps getting better. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was that was wonderful. All right, where do you want to go from here? Um, we just have a little bit of time left. Uh, I, I do want to, let's see, uh, a real quick ball talk. Okay. 
I just have one story for Ball Talk. Okay. All right. So it's going to be a goodie. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. And we'll just do this. (laughs) It has finally happened. In the NFL, a team, another team, last year we had the St. Louis Rams move to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. But now we've got another team that's moving. And it is the San Diego Chargers are leaving San Diego and moving to Los Angeles as well. So they are now the L.A. Chargers. The Chargers played their very first season back in the 60s in L.A. before moving to San Diego where they've been for over 40 years. And now they're gone. They are moving. Wow, L.A. just gets everything, huh? L.A. gets everything. So it is now the L.A. Chargers. Uh, I talked to my brother about this yesterday. People in San Diego are not happy about that. They are not happy with the Chargers. But yeah, ditching them uh, after 47 years. Is this going to be like one of the jersey burning kind of things again? I would not be surprised. Yeah, there's actually already... um, So they came out with their new logo, which is an L.A. with like a lightning bolt kind of thing on it. and through the A or whatever? Through the bottom part of the L is like a lightning bolt. Yeah, through the A. Yeah. And uh, there's already a bunch of shirts, they were just advertising this, that are being sold in San Diego right now that have that L.A. and just says Emmy afterward, just says lame. So there's... That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, the uh, the Chargers are gone. Now, we'll see. There's one other team that may be moving as well because the Chargers had until the 15th to make their decision to move to L.A. or not. They have obviously chosen to do that. And now the Raiders are on the clock because now they get to decide where they want to go. Most likely, I'm going to guess, I'm going to think, I I think the Oakland Raiders are going to be going to Las Vegas. I think it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders, possibly as early as next year. All right. Las Vegas Raiders. Psychic Greg. Well, yes, very psychic. Very psychic. That's going to be my guess. On that. We'll just leave that. That's enough ball talk for today. We'll leave that. So there it is. Anyway, it's the LA Chargers now. No longer the San Diego Chargers. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Now I really wish I would have gone to a Chargers game when I'm done in San Diego. Oh, you blew it. I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll have to go to the Padres instead. A um, couple of quick things. One, I do want to get this in and just say, since it is uh, winter weather out there, the good time to go shopping it's a good time to go shopping for your winter clothing or whatever else you need, and that is by going to Next Adventure. Next Adventure, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And they for sure a are open. And they are open. They're game day players. Absolutely. Uh, their main store is here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. Three stories, and including their uh, bargain center where they've got discounted clothes and like used clothing and, uh, and sportswear, anything that you could possibly think of Next Adventure has. But also on their website, nextadventure.net. Wonderful place to go and, uh, and shop on there. So nextadventure.net or nextadventure here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We have a couple of birthdays we need to get. Yes, to. we do. I am ready. Okay, so I've got. I believe we're we're short on three here, because uh, our let's see, our friend Ben wrote. Uh, ben, who is in the chat right now, Ben, we t- had a long talk. Ben, about Ben, who's a bold bus driver out yes. in this in this shitty weather. Way to go, Ben. We had a we long talk you. about buses earlier today, and yes, you you guys are you guys are saints. Um, he asked us to give a birthday shout out. This is from the fifth. So I think we we did miss this because we were out. Oopsie-dee. And it is for his sister, Katie. 
Sister Katie. Sister Katie. Happy birthday, Sister Happy Katie. Birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. I'm damn right. Boom, boom. And also, we've got another birthday. It was from this last Sunday. It is for George. Woo. George. Happy birthday, George. George, Sorry, I the missed best. that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And finally, the most famous of the Jenky clan, Mrs. Jenky. It was Mrs. Mrs. Jenky's birthday a couple of days ago. Oh, happy birthday, Mrs. Jenky. Happy birthday, Mrs. Jenky. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. right. You know who else we missed? Who? We have one more. What? For Jez. Oh, Jez. Yes, it was from a couple days ago. Jasmine, we love you so much. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) I love Ellis. Happy birthday to you. I'm damn right. All kinds of magical people celebrating their birthdays. Yeah, a lot of birthdays. Even though they're not today. Well, that's all right. Bonus day. Bonus day. It's a snow birthday. (gasps) You get a snow birthday. You're giving everybody snow birthdays? Yeah. Yep. I'm giving it. Well, one. One. One snow birthday. It's just today. Till the end of the day. All right. And so if Greg sees you out, that means that he's going to buy. He, no, he no, 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 no. There's a possibility. It's not going to happen. Uh, snow birthdays. Snow birthdays right there. <coughs> Excuse me. Finally, one last thing I did want to say is if you have a pet or know someone who loves a pet, you know what you need for that? You need a painting. Greg. You need, you need to get a Sarah X. Dillon original painting. That's so nice of you. And you can go to sarahxdillon.com and see some of the amazing paintings that she has done, the portraits of uh, of dogs and cats. You've done some other animals, too, I think. I, I don't know. Dogs and cats, maybe. Dogs and cats, primarily. Yeah. But I love all animals. And, uh, big or small. They are really, really incredible. And you can purchase one and commission one right now by going to sarahxdillon.com and, uh, and emailing her, Sarah, at Fun Employment Radio or however you get a hold of her. Uh, email her and and set something up. Take a look at what's on there. Especially, it makes a really really nice gift, either for yourself or for someone else. Uh, as you've surprised a lot of people, I know. With, it's always uh, fun to surprise people. Yeah, yeah. So I love it. So definitely go there, check it out. Commission a painting from the talented Sarah Stillman. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, send us an email: funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give us a call: five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I'll be live on Digital Trends' website at 2 p.m. Pacific time today, uh, talking about movies and television. Movies and television. Awesome. So that's at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Pacific time. Nice. Uh, today, Friday, January 13th. Oh, my gosh, it's Friday the 13th. We didn't even do anything with that. Oh. That explains why the buses. I don't know. What, oh, does, I'm that about ready to get, what does that explain, I don't Crazy? Know. I'm, I'm about ready to get on the bus again, though. Oh, good luck to you. Oh, me too, actually. I don't know what's going to happen. All right. Well, best of luck to everybody on their adventures this I'll weekend. I'll be the guy in the fetal position. Maybe I should start being the conductor guy. I'll, I'm going to do what that other guy was doing. Let's go crazy. Next stop's coming up right here on the bridge. Got to stop at the hop door bridge right next. You go to the back. You to the side. Yeah, I'm going to start bossing people around. No. See how that works. All right, thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. Bye, friends. Bye. Love you all. Bye. You're listening to Welcome the Fun Employment Radio Network.